Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, a time of joy and feasting and football and celebration and reconnecting with loved ones after perhaps way too much time apart. And... A time of great pain for an awful lot of people. No, seriously, being around family can uh, suck a lot because family can be difficult and challenging and sometimes more than that, sometimes toxic even. There's a recent story in Newsweek about a post on Reddit where somebody asked the question, is there something wrong with me because I don't want to spend Thanksgiving around my family? The guy in question is going to spend it just with his wife. His whole family is military. They were all Marines for their lives. He enlisted, but then he only served one tour, and he did not renew his enlistment. And he went into nursing and works in a hospital now, and he says he's happy, but he feels like his family continually gives him grief about not being a lifelong Marine, something that he's explained to them, but they won't take the hint. And he says they make it so uncomfortable when he's there that he doesn't want to be around them anymore for the holidays. And I am sure that whatever your situation is, there are people in your family who, let's just say, they make it not as pleasant of an experience to be around the Thanksgiving table with them. Same thing at Christmas, right? We love family, we celebrate these things, but relatives can be very, very challenging. A recent survey on the topic said that about 50% of us have at least one person that we would uninvite to the family gatherings if there were any way to block the one person. It has to do with family issues. It can be personalities. It can be uh, political viewpoints, values that don't line up, alcohol. You know, somebody's a drunk and that's a problem. When they start drinking, they start talking, that becomes an issue. But let me give you a little different perspective on this. It is certainly true that there are some family relationships that are so bad, so hostile, so oppressive and abusive that you really need to not be with those people. I understand that. There are limits. But in general, you should be with family, if you can. And the reason is not because it's fun and you love it or they're easy to get along with and everything goes well, but because it's hard, because it's difficult, because we live in a culture, particularly in the United States of America, where we tailor everything around what we want. We have these exquisitely, finely tuned personal preferences for everything. We have the car that gives us just the right features. We have the phone that has just the right features. We watch exactly the programs on television that we want, when we want, and if anything changes, well, there's a hundred alternatives out there that we can switch to immediately to cater more effectively to our emotional entertainment preferences of the moment. We play video games, and in the video game, the gamers allow us to customize skins so that we can look just the way we want to look in our fictional persona so that we can express ourselves and be exactly what we want us to be all the time. This is not a particularly healthy thing, and it shows up the worst when we're talking about relationships. The ability to get along with people who don't just mirror us back to us, that's easy, but people who don't mirror us and who challenge us and who frustrate and irritate us, that's opportunity for growth. And again, because we tend to live in a society where everything is so voluntary, the people that we follow on social media, the people that we hang out with, everything is about how we react to it and whether we want to be a part of it. I'm a big advocate of the value of involuntary relationships. 
Because involuntary relationships, say coworkers, okay, offer you a great opportunity to learn and grow and deal with friction and solve it and pray for people and be patient and tolerant. You know, important social virtues, right? Look, we are not all naturally tuned in to forbearance and forgiveness. If we were, Jesus wouldn't have needed to say, hey, you know, love your neighbor as yourselves, because we all just would be. No, we need that growth. We need that opportunity. It's one of the reasons why, for example, marriage works not because you want to stay around. The whole point of the vow is that you are pledging you'll stay around even when you don't want to, especially when you don't want to, and you'll still work and you'll still serve each other and still love each other. Why? Because you voluntarily commit to an involuntary relationship that's designed to make you grow. And we see this nowhere more than when it comes to siblings and children and parents. Why? Because you don't get to pick your kids, you don't get to pick your parents, and you certainly don't get to pick your brothers and sisters. And by extension, your aunts and your uncles and everybody else. That's why those relationships are meaningful. These are people who know you. They know your history. They know all about you. They don't treat you the way strangers do. They don't treat you the way your friends do. They treat you in the weird, rude, rough-and-tumble way that family treats you. And as unpleasant and awful as that can be, there's something precious and priceless about learning how to work within that environment. And again, remember what I said at the beginning, there can be limits. I understand. I'm not advocating that you re-engage in abusive relationships, but we have so defined what qualifies as abuse down that somebody making fun of me is offensive and I'm going to leave the environment. So here's my encouragement to you. If you're attending a Thanksgiving or soon a Christmas where you know it's going to be trouble, remind yourself that you'd have the choice to do this and you're choosing to. And I mean that in a good way. I don't really have to be here. I could make another choice, but I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the family thing. I'm choosing to put up with this because I believe that people and all people bring friction are a blessing. And in return, I can be a blessing to them. So when your uncle says something rude about your lifestyle choices or your mom says something annoying about your occupation or even your choice in romantic partners, instead of taking it so personally like you've got to win to stay in the game, just take a beat, pause, chuckle a little bit, maybe internally, and just say, you know what, this is probably good for me. I'm going to be okay. It's only for one day, a couple of times of the year, I'm going to survive. And maybe, just maybe, these involuntary relationships that I'm stuck with are kind of important to who I am, precisely because I didn't choose them. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.